And we're away. The final of the 100 metres. Here we go. Tell you what, she's given it a decent old nudge there. Yes! It's over 60. That's what she was looking for. The pack is chasing. The pack is trying to hunt him down. So aggressive in her crossover steps as she whips that through. Opened up a 15-metre gap on the Olympic bronze medalist. Can he hold it together? Here he goes, putting his foot down. She's on the toe. She gone. Well, kia ora, everyone. Welcome back to the Zoom Zoom Show. My name is Hayden Sherman. With me here is Alicia Loverich, and we are getting hey. all amped about the uh, the world champs. Well, you were just saying, Alicia, before we came on here, that you you've muted all athletic content. I've muted everyone. Social media, because for those who don't know, Alicia is our um, photographer extraordinaire uh, for athletics in New Zealand. Well, all over the world, and this is your first global major that you haven't been to in ages right yeah um, so the last two world champs i was trackside and then i've been to like if you forget about covid year um the last time i was home not photographing a major was 2016. Wow. so i know so i'm literally going through <laughs> i keep seeing things coming up like countdowns and i was like you know what fuck this I, I'm going to go and I went mute, 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 mute. I've gone down <laughs> so many things and just muted there. So I'm so sorry if yeah. like something like my engagement is zero. And then because I figured I was like, well, if I want to find something out, I can see so when you mute on Instagram, you can you still follow them and you can go in and yeah. still look, but it's not going to come up on your feed. So wouldn't it be great if they yeah. had a, a muted feed and a non-muted feed? So if you were like, okay, let me get my dose. I'm ready now. I've psychologically <laughs> gone through the uh, ridding of FOMO, and uh, yeah, they can go jump over to the muted feed. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. But I guess they're probably like, you've already muted it, so you obviously don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> I'm going through. There's like, I've got. I think I've muted most photographers oh no i've kept like a couple of friends open just knowing from australia new zealand <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go the truth is out sorry dawson sorry casey i've muted both of you <laughs> <laughs> but it means i can still message them and be like hey like how's it going you know but i'm just like yeah i'll go look later so it's Fair okay enough. but yeah. i'm like i'm gonna look after my i'm gonna just you know forget about yeah, everything and just yeah. focus on the fact I'm going to Paris next year, you know. But anyway, but yeah, I've muted everyone. So Michael Dawson <laughs> is over there this year, eh? Doing, yep. doing a He's over your, there. your role, taking the shots. Yep. Past cool. the baton per se. So <laughs> so that's that's really cool. It's actually a cool opportunity for him. Like I'm pretty sure he's racing over there as well. So it was just yeah made sense and stuff. And then I have um and then instead I covered my first cross country nationals ever. Woohoo! How did you enjoy that? Because it was about what negative thirty first thing oh in the God. morning when my fucking toes, my windshield. I have never felt <laughs> such an Aucklander in my life. Um, I like why is my windshield? My what I do? I like I wash it off and why? Because in Auckland, when you have ice on your windshield, it's like the it's like zero or one or something, and you like wash, yeah, it, wash it's it off. Yeah, sort of watery and... ice. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, and then. Ice. It like goes like you wet it and it's gone. Like you don't yep. even have to dry it, or you maybe dry it, you know. So I did like an Aucklander ice pour where I like wiped and stuff, and then and like kind of got rid of it all. But I, like literally like a few like a minute later, it iced over again. Um, and then like kind of because I kind of just like 
try to use a towel to get rid of the ice and then someone um ashley sando thank you very much told me use your credit card yeah. and like scrape yeah. away the ice um, but up. even like at the cafe i we, we went to the cafe up the road to eat breakfast and like 40 minutes later my fucking windshield is iced <laughs> and my toes I think you just need to cut around a, a whole bucket load of like lukewarm water but the trouble is so. that freezes when it's in your car Ooh. so i don't that's know that's the thing and like um well you bring out the water that's lukewarm and by the time like i was in the hotel lobby and it's a decent walk by the time i walked to my car like i'm pretty sure this is cold <laughs> yeah um but it was just and then freezing like at the venue i couldn't feel my toes so i have bruised toes because i wore like lots of socks but i i'm a i like thin <laughs> socks when i run like yeah. when i train so my trainers are like fitted right. for thin but socks that, right yeah so when i put yeah. thermal hiking socks in, then my foot's too big oh dear so you got marathon toe like i i literally my physio just saw it. Shoes. i got the black toenails and he's like like why oh. do you have black toenails like you don't run and i was like well actually at cross country i read and my phone <laughs> said 20,000 steps and I know all of that was running because I awesome. ran you saw wow. it me looking yeah stupid. I saw it yeah you were oh, you're running in the background while I was in the warmth of a cabin oh. and doing the commentating it's the most so funny many, I've done all um, year how many photos did you take over the over the day well day and a half oh, eh? did you 3, tally it up 3,000 wow not too many but it's so funny so i would leg it across and i'd be like oh i think i can make it and i mean it was so unnecessary because i i didn't have to, i was more like that's a really cool photo like so it was okay i complain i sound like i'm complaining a lot but it was beautiful like the yeah. morning was gorgeous the course is gorgeous like gorgeous scenes with like beautiful sunny day like to be fair like i rather that than hot rain like yeah. I actually was yeah, like, yeah. this is fine. Um, so stunning. And so I'm so, I was so wrecked because there was just so many really cool bits on the course that I wanted to capture. And then it would change at different times of day, depending on the mist and the light and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah so it was I would, awesome, eh? It was so good. So I would see a spot and be like, run to the next one, miss my first photo because I'm puffing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then like get the rest it's all blurry <laughs> yeah That's yeah awesome. like i was like i was like oh my god is something wrong with my camera no no it's <laughs> I'm just, you i'm just shaking <laughs> it's me it's purely me but anyway no it was actually really fun to be Never there read. but i won't be i won't be there next year because um cross country is first week of um athletics at the olympics so at the olympics wow you'll be in, in petty nice in yeah very cool um so that's what that's what you've been up to and i'd encourage people to go to your uh your instagram um and check out those those photos because they are epic and what what was so impressive those early morning shots where the light was beautiful uh frost on the ground and there's these 13 year old kids from auckland running with their feet over the eyes i felt so oh sorry oh my god them. there's so many people running over their feet i'm like what's wrong with you yeah yeah and it's all like these 12, 13 year olds who love running bare feet. That's what they do all, all the time. Don't own mm. a pair of spikes and they rock up. Oh, it's frosty. Oh, well, I'll just run in bare feet. Is that, um, is that yeah, like a that, tactic that was... for pain? Like, can't yeah. feel your legs. And so. Yeah, just go you, faster. You're yeah. fine. 
Oh my yeah, lord. Maybe. No, it was I'm cool. Sure. It was really cool. I actually really enjoyed it. So yeah. Cool. And you you enjoyed being in your little booth? Yeah, the commentating is always always fun. I, I honestly get the easiest job at the at the, the venue because I'm <laughs> out of the weather. I'm just talking about running, which I find quite uh, quite easy. But it's usually it's usually the prep before that gets me trying to um, yeah. research all the all the runners. But the actual days is so much fun. Yeah, it was awesome national cross country champs. So yeah. if you haven't done it before, make sure you book it in. I, I've heard rumors of where it might be next year, but I won't spill spill the beans. Um, but yeah, it, it should be somewhere um, somewhere cool. Anyway, onto the onto the news for the last few weeks. So where we're kind of at right now is the the world champs in Budapest are coming up on the nineteenth of August. So that is very soon. We're recording this on the eleventh of August. So we're only eight days out. So it's time to get that Sky Sport uh, subscription for the month. I, I I purchased it. Watched some rugby matches. Timed it perfectly so I could watch the rugby. <laughs> um and watch some football and all that and then um yeah time it so i've got the athletics as well so do get on board with that but let's just roll through the results recently so first of all uh sprints over in europe we had a meet in switzerland where um team morty was out in force with with zoe hobbs and georgia hulls in the hundred uh zoe got 11.13 for second place she seems to love running in switzerland eh? it seems to yeah be the, the spot for her um and then georgia got 11.57 in her uh heat um which is the fastest time she's run since back in 2021 when oh, wow. she ran her PB of 11.44. So that's really good signs for Georgia. She also ran 23.53 for fourth in the 200, um, which is about half a second out, out of, outside of her PB. And Rosie Elliott um, did a really good 452.77 for seventh in the 400. So um, Team Morty's looking looking pretty strong. What do you reckon? far out that's that's just like a production center eh? of yeah of speedy athletes i'm really looking forward to seeing what the girls can do overseas i'm really looking forward to i mean sorry at world champs um yeah yeah everyone's everyone's timing it really well i'm i'm excited um budapest is going to be spicy for team morty i think yeah and, and i think because zoe's been over there for quite a while in europe obviously mm. doing diamond league seven new Oceania record and all all that stuff, but it seems like Georgia and Rosie have had a um, a shorter stint. Yep. So I guess the questions with those three are how have Georgia and Rosie left left the run a little bit late in terms of getting uh, in form? Yeah, or is it kind of one of those things? Because it must be quite hard to play with because you've you don't want to too early yeah for the yeah, comp yeah as well and so is that have they timed it well Ooh. and is that the risk with zoe because she's had a massive year remember she opened in yeah. march and basically hasn't really stopped um there's been a few weeks where she hasn't had Bro. any races but she's had Bro. pretty consistent racing since march and which mm. is why they opened up like just before nationals eh? um i think so, so yeah 
Yeah. No, but she's uh, very but, consistent though. So yes, consistently, yeah. I've like most of her races are under her last year's PB. Yes. Like large yeah. chunk, and you're like, that's yeah. that's that's amazing. So hopefully, but she's um, right in the mix as well, which is really cool to see. Like you, those big races and like like the yeah. top girls yeah. and stuff, and she's she's right in there. So which is fantastic, very exciting. So the other team Morty sprinter who's going to be going to Worlds is Portia Bing, and she did a 400 hurdles race just at the end of July, um, won that in 56.24. So um, I, I saw her place in the, the team, which we'll get to for, for World Champs, was conditional on mm. fitness. So I don't know if that was the conditional race where she had to prove fitness um, or whether there'll be another one, I'm not sure, but that's... I would say that's within Kui fix fifty six twenty four for four hundred hurdles. Yeah. Um, hope so. It'll be good to yeah, good so to too. see her. Yeah, she's been quite yeah. quiet for the last few weeks, eh? So, mm. um, and then also on the the one lappers, um, I just saw a result from Mia Powell uh, on the fifth of August in Birmingham nice. in the UK. Um, nice solid fifty five eighty two. So that's good. Now over to the uh, mid distance uh james preston he's on the team as well for the for the 800 ran a pretty solid 145 90 uh for third in sweden um in the 800 and then laura nagel finished off her um her european campaign with a 4 16 51 and i saw on her social media she was mm. sort of happy with some results uh not happy with some others but yeah probably didn't didn't do enough to um, yeah. get those ranking points she needed. Um, she probably would have needed to hit some some good PBs. So, um, unfortunately, Laura and Becky Green uh, head home from Europe and aren't able to, to punch their ticket to world champs. Um, and then in distance news, uh, just a couple of results caught my eye from the Lautenslager Boys, boys, so Jeff Lordenslager and Craig uh, both ran a 3K in uh, Tennessee and um, 8.04 for Jeff, which was a big PB, and Craig uh, with an 8.07, so not quite a PB, but really solid times for those yeah. two, uh, which is good. Last results we'll, we'll quickly run through. Uh, in the jumps, um, we had Eliza and Imogen Eris in uh, where was it? Or oh, I think it was in Germany. Mm. Was it in Germany? Jochen. Yeah, Jochen. Yeah. Um, and Eliza jumped four fifty three for the second, and big result from Imogen with a four fifty three PB. So, mm. how good is that? That's so promising good. signs. So that's a PB by by a couple of centimeters, is it? Uh, yeah. I think so. And I think that's uh really close to when Lies um she jumped eighty five I wanna say a few days before. Yes. Or maybe it was a yeah. week before. Yeah, yeah, so very, very exciting. But that's awesome for Imogen as well, like timing that really well. Um she's been training with Molly Cordry, I believe, in um uh the UK. Cool. Which is cool. Awesome. According to, according to what I've seen on socials. She's yeah. not muted yet. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Once the FOMO start. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I, I think I'll keep the athletes. I think I'll keep them. Um, but yeah. 
Nice. Maybe. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Now, also in the jumps, um, Hamish Kerr won his, what well, I assume mm. will be his last competition before yep. uh, Worlds in, in Germany. And that was just a few days ago, jumping 228 uh, for first. And man, high jump has just been all over the show this, this year. It just it seems like you can't pick it between probably about the top 10 or 12 guys. Eh? Um, yeah. Who's going to win? I think it's really exciting. looks like the, the favorite day eh, still, but. Yeah, it's so up, up and down. Excuse the pun. Um, and then in the, the throws, we had um, Connor Bell on the fifth of August came second behind uh, what's his name, Stahl in in, in Sweden. Um, and so Connor Damn. got out to sixty three ninety, uh, which is pretty solid. So he's had some good consistency uh, over the last few weeks in Europe. Um, with the discus and then Tori Peters good result for her in Germany uh, just the other day with a 61-32 in the javelin for second place and then I also, also saw the Commonwealth Youth Games has been on mm. at the moment I, I didn't even know this was on I didn't know. yeah <laughs> I know and alongside the uh, World Uni Games which I tried to find some results, couldn't find any results for, but that's been going on the last yeah. couple of weeks. We, have you, I don't think we sent a team. Seen, no, we, we haven't so, sent anyone. It's been in China. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know. Cause that's like a, that's like world, uh, that's like, um, is it university New Zealand sport or something? Like it's like a different right. governing body. And okay. I don't think it's a, I don't think because it's like a full it's like a mini Olympics, right? And there's I don't think yeah. there's anyone, like not so no in any Kiwis sport. At all. Um, I don't know. I wonder why. Like I, I'm wondering. It is in China. I wonder if they had to make a decision. Um, a couple of yes. years ago, yeah. when like obviously COVID was a thing. Whereas now, um, is it? Yeah, potentially. <laughs> uh, like, because when did they come out of lockdown, China? I feel like it was maybe even like six, nine months ago. Yeah. Um, so potentially like a year ago, the whoever runs the team was like, oh, it's just too risky. Too risky. Um, and maybe it's spinny. Yeah. Yes. Or weird. Yeah. Cause it's, anyway, Could but be. yeah, there's, yeah. which is a shame because World Unis is, it's quite a, from what I've heard from friends that have gone, it's a really good stepping stone for yeah. games, like big games like comms, Olympics, because when you go like, when you go to you know your world champs and stuff like that, it's like you're in hotels and it's just your sport and the city is pretty normal. But when you go to a games, you're like the village is. I've heard I've never been to the village, but the village is like a zoo. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've got a lot going on, and then there's just like the logistics of you know all the different sports and navigating the dining hall, like all that kind of stuff. So it's really it's a nice little stepping stone that you don't get yes, at yeah. like world champs. So it's a shame, but I mean, I guess like yeah. the uh, New Zealand uni organization or whatever they're called, like did it in best interest of safety. So I guess that's obviously that's important too. So hopefully the yes. next one will be fine. Yeah. The next Maybe. one is 2025. So for those who are still at uni or maybe thinking about returning for some post-grad slash athletic um, yeah. stuff is going to be in Germany in July, 2025. So there we oh. go. two years away. See, that'd be amazing. It's, it's an age limit yeah. eh, for world unis. I think oh, it's there. like 20, I don't know what it is, but 
I remember, I'm pretty sure there's some age, like, it's yeah. like mid-20s, I think, but, yeah. That would that would make sense, for sure. Otherwise, like, I could, 30-year-old me, just enroll in a paper and boom. <laughs> I assume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, um, and oh, and so I, I was going to talk about uh, Michaela Soller, who was in the yeah. discus at the Commonwealth Youth Games. Looks like our only athlete, um, and it's over in Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, she got fifth with a thirty-nine eighty-six wow. throw with the one kg discus. So well done to Michaela. Um, all the best for anyone else who might be over there, but I've heard absolutely Not zero a... about it, apart from seeing some odd results pop up all right so we're back and we're going to talk through the world champs which is the the big event on on the entire calendar for 2023 this is where it's at and we're sending a team of 19 athletes and before we kind of break down our athletes that we're sending from Aotearoa let's talk through the three rule changes Alicia because these these rule changes uh, look really cool on the surface mm. and it'll be interesting to see how they go so the first rule change is that uh, they want no more empty spots in finals or semi-finals so you know often you'd see which is good yeah and was it the was it the 110 hurdles last year where we had like i want to say like an injury and then we had devon allen um get dq'd and it was like six guys running or maybe even yeah. five guys the, the, something there in my memory banks but we've definitely seen it before where you've got a final yep. and it's like oh where is everyone because someone's or even scratched. a semi-final yeah yeah like we've yep. seen that as well yeah and it's the thing is also it's it's you know it sucks for the athlete that has to pull out but it doesn't one it doesn't look good on tv and we all know yes. that the most so broadcasts rights and view and how shit looks on tv is actually how it's probably one of the most i hate to say it it's one of the most important things when you're in professional sport like this yes so yep. yeah i know like a lot of things they will make it like tailor it for tv stuff like that um so yeah that for starters you got like barely anyone in the race that looks shit um but yeah, I think how do you know how long an athlete like say because obviously they want to fill it up, which is really cool. That means someone gets an opportunity to run. But yep. do you know that how long that athlete has like when is the cutoff? Like oh hey, like does someone do, does the next two reserves essentially have the warm up? Yeah, so you've basically got your two reserve um, sort of hot yep. seat athletes, and they are ready to go. Uh, they will have a, I'm just reading the policy here, they will yeah. have a set time to accept or the place goes to the second athlete or team. So it doesn't actually say uh, how long. There's probably Ooh. some small print there. But yeah. I imagine you just do your warm-up and pretend that you are going to be running. I, I guess the tricky thing is if you're, say, doing, I don't know, 100 and 200 and you're doing the 100 final but maybe your focus is on the 200 which the heat start the next day maybe you wouldn't want to do a warm-up yeah mm. maybe you'd be wanting to rest your body i i don't know i mean the chance of running in a semi-final or a hundred or a final of the hundred is 
pretty tempting for anyone, surely. I think um, the schedule, though, they, they do tailor it so you can double the one and two. So I'd, Yeah, yeah. It would be the other events that maybe it would be interesting. But um, I'd say one and two, you'd be fine. But, yeah, like a lot – the longer races, though, 100%, like maybe – you don't want you've decided that oh i actually don't want to race and then i don't really want to do, i don't know well you don't want to do a warm-up or yeah warm up yeah. for good shake out but i i when i when i saw this my gathering was that i the next two people on the list have to warm up yeah yeah i think you're <laughs> you're ready to go right bibs bibs on all your kit on your you're waiting in the um in the waiting area Shoot. so uh, yeah i don't know like when would be the last time you could scratch that you could swap it over that would be that would be interesting to know but it'd be mm. great if it's like right up till they walk out like yeah um that would be awesome now a question um, does that yeah. so if someone false starts oh that would be awesome if they could bring in the hot seat effort. Yeah. How I don't, I, don't, I haven't be? seen anything on that. Oh, but if, that would be great. But no one's yeah. seen anything about a false start, but that's no. more likely. Yeah. I was, I was listening to the Let's Run podcast. I think it was, yep. this was when Devin Allen got, so he was one of the oh, favorites yeah. for, uh, for the 110 hurdles last year. And he got DQ'd with, by like 0. 0.001 oh. of a second. It was just brutal um that's so brutal yeah and he sort of joked like oh okay i need to have teach myself to have worse reactions <laughs> and mm. um yeah and the the let's run guys were saying why don't we just put that athlete back two meters um so they can still run <laughs> if you get a false start but you have yeah. to start two meters further back and i actually quite like that it's that's like, quite yeah. cool because you want to see Usain Bolt run when even when he DQs or Shelly Ann Fraser Price, whoever. Yeah. Like everyone's yeah. paid to see the athlete run. So just put them back two meters, work out yeah. know, what's going to be an appropriate disadvantage. I would like love a, that. Penalty. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Um, other other events have time penalties. Um, yes. Yeah. So triathlon. Like a, yeah. Distance penalty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, essentially, like that's that's actually quite a good idea because that that Devin Allen thing that would that was oh man that sucked because wasn't that in a heat? Yeah, maybe the semi final or the semi. Uh, like it was oh man, yeah, can't remember. That's his but, home field track. Like his he yes. went to the University of Oregon as well, so that's like sucks. And he's a dual sport athlete. So like yeah. the thing with him is he's, well, he's off to football. So if he can't make it in, in athletics, then we'll, we'll lose him to football where mm. there's, you can't false start and, and you get lots of opportunities to show, um, to show your form. So yeah, it's, I would love to see a, a change like that. Just make it more, um, more exciting. Yeah. Um, I get and it, it makes it needs... challenging. Like it's, yeah. it's, like oh like is this person going to and if it's like a favorite as well then they actually might still make the next round but um like yep. in hurdles that's gonna fuck you up completely because your steps are wrong yeah but yep. it's like well it's better than not running is it arguably so yeah i wonder what i wonder what you'd have to do for <laughs> hurdles like um 
Yeah, because you'd need a full cycle, right? So the two steps, it'd need to be two steps back. So whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that's be, all be cool. the fun of it. That's the fun of it. Like you fall started, so you have to now, oh. Yeah. Yeah. How's he going to go? Can he adjust? Is there any hope? Oh, it'd be, it'd be heaps of fun. Um, but yeah, you may end up with a case of hurdles clattering all over the show, which might not be good TV either. Um, or great TV. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, that's some exactly. entertaining shit. I know. Oh, <laughs> and at least that'd be coming from behind. So those hurdles shouldn't be flying across and hitting other people, hopefully. True. That's a good point, actually. Oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the first rule. No more empty spots in finals or semi-finals. So uh, there will be two athletes waiting on a hot seat to ready to take those places. Um, second rule, change in lane draws. So for the 100, 200, 400 and 800, uh, in the past, they, so let's talk the 100. So usually you would, the priority lanes, so fastest qualifiers are in the middle. Um, and then the next lot, so the four fastest are in the middle, then the next two are actually on the right, uh, sorry, on the outside. stadium side. Yeah, outside. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. And then the other two, <laughs> slowest two are on the inside. So that's been changed to where the, the next two fastest are now in lanes two and seven. Um, and then the slowest are on each end, which I think totally makes sense. I'd, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I thought that should have been the rule all along. But anyway, we're, we're there now. Um, then the 200, 400 and 800, these all make sense because it basically what it means is those four fastest or in the case of the 200, the three fastest are just moved out one lane. So they're prioritizing less of a bend. Uh, yep. or a, a, a more gentle bend for the faster athletes and so that's your um the the big perk for for getting for winning mm. your heat or getting a faster time so do you like those two yeah i think that i think that's a good idea um yeah especially because it, it didn't make sense before when you had like it, it makes especially for the hundred it makes sense that your slowest ones are on the outside yeah, that, that always is makes sense. And then for the sprints, yeah. So hang on, for this, let me just look this up again. I saw this, but oh yeah, no, that's that's so much better having um, the fastest towards the outside, and you've still got one. Um, like it's what's the what's the one in lane eight? Is that so? That's a yellow one, which for those who are just just listening. Um, that's like your, so for the 200, that would be fourth through sixth fastest, um, uh, either on the outside or in lanes, uh, three and four. And so you're fastest yeah, going perfect. into the, so if you win your, your semifinal in the 200, you'll be in either lane mm. five, six or seven. So basically for the 100, you've got an on paper you'll have an arrowhead right in the middle of the track fastest are in the middle slowest are on the outside for the 200 400 and 800 that arrowhead just moves further yeah. out to the edge of the track so your slowest runners in theory should be running in lane one and two yeah uh, which totally makes sense um, it's hard for a four though because um 
if you are like you could draw lane seven and be one of the fastest runners yes you've got a wider bend but also you could overtake if you're like the quickest yeah it's it's not it's a it's a draw draw of the hat for those middle lanes right so if you're the fastest it's like you could have either you could have um any of those or seven yeah yeah. right so if you are like the quickest like if you're sydney mclaughlin and you're drawing seven and you're so much quicker than who's an eight you're gonna you're gonna gas her straight away uh maybe not straight you know like pretty early on like you might be blind for 200 meters yeah and stuff like yep, the last totally. 200 um or so that's an interesting one um i guess in the final it's not that spread out but um yeah, I mean, we saw at 2016, eh, with Van Niekerk getting the world record from lane mm. eight, which we're yeah. like, what? That's, that's what? ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so maybe this is a acknowledgement that actually you can run really fast in lane that's eight. That's true. That's true. Uh, so you do have the crowd great. on your side, which is quite yeah. cool. And I think uh, it depends on the type of racer you are right like if you're yep. just stick to your processes run internally don't worry about what's happening around you or if you're one of those real competitors always trying to fight with mm. the person next to you so i think it depends eh, on your on yeah. your psyche um, it'd be interesting yeah but yeah. no that's really cool that's, that's cool so that's that's the next little rule the last rule change which i think is probably the most dramatic um yeah well as a as a distance guy myself so for the 1500 steeples and the 5000 meters uh traditionally you'd have a little queue qualifier going through so let's say it's the uh 1500 heats you've got four heats uh if you make top five you go through and then you take the next top for fastest times and that would often lead to heat four would be a really fastest time trial and you'd Mm. get like nine athletes going through from that all the little cues going from that final heat and so they've basically tried to get rid of that and make it so every race is actually a race and not a a time trial um which i like in concept when i first saw it i was like oh i don't know Mm. um because the 1500 can get really tactical and you can get boxed and um Mm. but the more i think about it the more i'm like this is good because if you are one of those more say strength-based runners who just likes to run from the front run a fast time you can still do that and so out of the heats you'll have a heat of i think it's 16 is it 16 or 12 yeah it's 12 in in the heats of the 1500 and so half of you are going through so you you could make it really honest and be actually pretty confident like if you're a say 332 331 runner you could go out and run 332 333 and be pretty confident that six guys can't match that and same with with the woman if you're say 404 flat 401 um you could lead from the front drag five other athletes through to a good time uh, yeah. book your spot it's and gonna be then, interesting yeah yeah and then we're just gonna have these epic like if it's tactical you're just gonna yeah. have these gnarly elbows out um, yeah last 200 meters yeah so Cause that's so that, true that's cool. on like watching because that's the thing like the last heat i was kind of watches the time and sees okay yes. 
how quick do we have to go? And then it's this weird kind of, yeah, like the last heat does have a little bit um, they can play with. But so you're right. This is just going to be good racing. And I mean, it's going to, if you're on a shit seed or it's, yeah, a tactical race, you get boxed. There's so many things and it's, it's going to, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be gnarly. eh? But at least you know who's in or not. That's the other thing though, is that you'll, you'll be, you'll just know. Yeah. I don't know. It's Absolutely. Interesting. This is yeah. it, right? Like, this is going to be Paris as well. Uh, it's a I, assume, I assume so. I wonder if they will do this as a test case um, and then confirm for Paris next year. Yeah, because yeah, Paris um, has repercharge. Really? I Ooh, think. Well, that's okay. last time I heard um, Paris has got, um, which is weird that they haven't actually tried it for Budapest. Um, yeah. Like, if you look at the time tab, there's repercharges in there. So I was like, how do those. What, what events? Uh, anything. Yeah, up to 15. Okay. Ooh. So, yeah. And, like, how does that. Because, yeah, those athletes have another round. But then suddenly, if they have this role, are they going to open up to have repercharge spots? Yeah. For, like, yeah, the it's fastest. interesting. So, so for those who don't know the repercharge, charge, that's used a lot in rowing. So if you don't make it through from your heats, uh, there's a second sort of backdoor entry into the next round. Uh, but you do have to run an extra round, which is the always the tricky thing. So they'd say it's the 1500. You might do your 1500 heats, get seventh, uh, miss out on a spot, come back the next day or two days later and have to uh, do another repercharge charge. And then if you make that then you go through to the semi which yeah i think i think that's cool i what i like that about that is if you just have um an absolute nightmare (laughs) you've got that back up um which i think i think it's good especially when when we want more eyeballs on the screen to follow athletes um yeah through the through the world champs and you know if your favorite athlete drops out in round one because they're just having an off day it's like oh okay yeah That's you that. get two runs yeah. except i yeah. just looked it up real quick a uh, hundred meters no repercharge because they've already got the preliminary heat so if you remember there's like the right. before yeah. and then some of those can enter um yeah. and then but apart from that yeah so i don't uh yeah it's gonna be really interesting how because now they've changed the rule there hasn't been anything updated that i can find about how if they're going to continue these rules on world champs uh because they they do have a lucky losers spot that's what they had same as what they've had before but if now they're doing this format um it'd be interesting to see what paris will be yeah oh it's good stuff Right, so that's that's the rule changes. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is part one of our World Champs preview. We just got through the rule changes and a bit of, bit of news, but in the next episode, which I'm going to release in the next day or two, uh, Alicia and I go deep. We dive into the team. We talk about who's likely to get top eight, who is potential medalist, and the big battle. And we'll, we'll put this out on social media and get you guys to vote as well. Who's going to win in terms of the number of athletes in the top eight out of the different event groups? So you've got track, obviously the most athletes in track, but it's a lot of depth across the world in in those track races compared to throws, compared to jumps. 
That's going to be a really interesting discussion about who's going to get the most top eights. And so we'll put it out to you guys and we will chat about it as well in the next episode, which is going to come out in just a couple of days. So stay tuned to your podcast player. And how can you help out the show? Well, just click that subscribe button jump in send us a review and also just send us uh send the link out to to your buddies to your mates who also love athletics hope you're all getting excited about the world champs coming up very very soon we are definitely excited we'll catch you soon ciao Zoom Zoom Show Fano, the North Shore Marathon is one of New Zealand's most scenic marathons running alongside the beautiful beaches, bays and cliff tops of Auckland's North Shore. It's coming up on Sunday 27th of August and you and your Fano can choose from 5k, quarter marathon, half marathon or the full shebang 42.2k marathon. Plus the kids marathon will get the whole family involved. So I've run the North Shore Marathon multiple times and I love the mix of community feel with epic views to the city and over the Hauraki Gulf, plus great competition, camaraderie and support to push you to a good time. So get cracking with that training, everyone. Get yourself and the family signed up, ready to run on Sunday, 27th of August. Visit northshoremarathon.co.nz. You!